of course, the Celtics are going to go and, and, and win four in a row. The, the one week where Sean didn't predict that. I love that. This is a College Street podcast. Joseph Pavone, Sean Dutra, Joel Pavone. I mean, maybe that's a sign, Sean. Maybe it's a sign to, if you don't do your normal prediction of Celtics winning four games in a row, you know, week by week, they're going to win four in a row. There's one week. Or my, uh, or it doesn't mean anything when I say four and zero. So I can just keep saying it. All right. Or, no, or, it definitely or just means not. something because when you say it, it doesn't happen. So there's some, there's some sort of disconnect there. I just, I just remain really negative, like you were last episode. I think the most <laughs> negative you've ever been since we've done this podcast. And, no, I, I think I don't know. He's been. I think he's been worse. I don't know. It's close to the, it though. Close. That was the most negative I was on this team, this particular team, man. But. Yeah, you've never, I, you've never said blow up the team ever. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, I used to say that all the time, man. <laughs> I mean, like, that was uh, my go-to take. You know, <laughs> I mean, it's been I've, I've cooled off over the years, but like even even like the first year of the podcast <laughs> where like the where there was trade after trades happening, you were excited about every single trade, even like. Even like when like fucking like Jameel Nelson was here, you're like, yeah, I'm down. I, I love Jameel Nelson. Yeah, because we were we were technically blowing up the team because they had garb hot fucking garbage on the yeah. team. But but the whole skies falling thing, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Joel. He was definitely on that. He was definitely hitting that, that smashing that panic button. There was, here we are. If you guys remember the team that made it to the Eastern Conference Finals, like with Isaiah. I was the first, down on the that very first one. Yeah. Pretty much all friggin' year, man. I was I was like, no, they're their first round. I, I was down on that team, man. But yeah, ever since, ever since uh, for the past like three years, I think I've been pretty positive. But yeah, I can get negative if you want. I I can do that. I can do whatever you guys want, no, man. That was that was last that was last week episode. Okay, we're gonna spread the positive. Nah, four and zero was bullshit. Something, something, four game winning streak going into the All Star break, and that's really important because you got the Brooklyn Nets waiting on the other side. Now, those guys are balling out, but. We're not, we're not here to talk about that. We're going to keep it, we're going to keep it Celtics on, on this one because not only do they have a four game winning streak going, you got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, both going to the All Star game. Uh, they're both going to participate in the three point competition. I'm going to talk about the significance of that. And, and, and trust me, it has nothing to do with the actual events themselves. You know, and, and I'm sure you two have plenty to say on, on, on this as well, but we'll get into that. Of course, we'll do we'll do our All Star Weekend edition. I, I guess technically that's it, right? Even though it feels a little different this time around. Uh, you know what? Ever since we've been doing this podcast, I think it feels different every single time it's All Star Weekend, and not necessarily in like a you know, oh, we're doing this again. Like I, uh, I'm kind of tired of this. It's always like, well, what's going to happen now? Because it's always something unexpected. At least in the last like two or three years, with 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 some 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 great dunk contest competitions we had. Uh, you know uh, the different formats with the All Star Game itself. So let's we'll, we'll get into that. What's going to happen in Atlanta? And, and of course, uh, I'm sure Joel will get something good from for in case you missed it about was how the city of Atlanta is getting ready to to take on the NBA and and, and the COVID protocols and all of that that comes with it. But um, yeah, guys, look, let's let's, let's get into the the four game winning streak. But what impressed you guys the most out of those four games? Who or what in particular about this Celtics team? impressed you uh throughout that four game stretch uh i think the i think the defense sort of impressed me the most just the fact that they were you know they were able to now some some of the games they were higher scoring games but i think the hustle and the the you know sort of that part that brad stevens coach teams always had you know what i mean where they're they're always the first to lose balls. They're playing aggressive defense. They're playing within the scheme 
Uh, I think that really stood out to me. And I think that in the, in those, in the, what did they lose? Six out of nine. That was that was at the, was that the stat? Um, yeah. Yeah. Right before. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that, you didn't see that in those 15 games at all. Yeah. Right? yeah it was like nine. Yeah. I think there was nine out of the 14 before that. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. yeah before that. Whatever it was, that doldrum of just yeah. garbage, lucky things. They were living the 500 life. Yeah. You didn't have that type of energy and that type of, uh, you know, performance on the defensive end. And of course, I mean, the emergence of Rob Williams, bro. I mean, that, that's a huge thing for this team. I think to have him playing big minutes at the end of games, a big minutes, you know, I don't care about beginning or end of games. I'm talking about the entirety of a game. You can have yeah. him playing 20 to 25 solid minutes a night. And when he's on the floor, he's friggin' electric, man. So having that, uh, having that next, next player that, um, you know, he's never going to be an offensive juggernaut, but just a positive energy player on the team that you can count on night in and night out. That's huge for this team, especially with Marcus Smart out right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say fourth quarter execution. Okay. Because yeah. that's been an issue for this team, even going back to last season, right? Especially in the playoffs, especially in the bubble. And the fact that, you know, they've kind of blown a couple of, like, double-digit leads. But they were able to pull it together, uh, trust each other. I feel like you know the the ball is moving; it's not sticking; it's not you know ISO ISO dribble 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 shit. Yep. So that I'm gonna say that and and Kemba Walker. I think Kemba Walker he had, he's been he's been healthy since he's been back, but now he's putting together with his offense right and and just his overall game. I think he's getting back in the game shape. He's very close to all star form. Yeah. And that, I think that's going to be, season. yeah, sure. that's going to be huge going into the second half of the season because he's going to have all this time off. And I think, you know, you're going to see uh, his uh, minutes restriction get kind of lifted. And I guess you don't have to worry so much about the back to backs yet. So, I mean, we'll see. It's a good momentum. It's a good thing to build off of. Well, I, just yeah, to, Kemba, Kemba's a big part of this for sure. Yeah. Just on the Kemba part, there was that stat that he is the number two player in the NBA with the difference between his scoring numbers and wins versus losses. Yeah. I think the only other player, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. but that, but that goes to show like, like when he doesn't play, you mean? Well, no, just when he's, no, on, when he's not balling out. Yeah, oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. I gotcha. What happened, yeah. before, and like, we've talked about this on multiple, you know, I think, I think, it, I pretty think much it, since he, pretty much since he came back. <laughs> yeah. Is yeah. that we need Kemba to be Kemba. Right? right. But it's magnified when Marcus smart is out. Right. And so yeah. like, you know, since Kemba's been back, Marcus has been out. Don't don't forget that. that pretty much, it. yeah, you're right. Pretty much. But I mean, I mean, I mean, I think they yeah. they played maybe like a game or two together. Yeah, a lot right. of people forget, or, or it's not mentioned enough. I should say. Yeah. 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 So you know, when you're losing Kemba on back to backs, when you're you know not having him you know play at his best and sort of getting getting back in the swing of a of a you know travel schedule, NBA schedule, NBA real games coming off those the the knee procedure what whatever the hell they called it regenerative cell whatever whatever the hell that is procedure man we'll stick we'll, we'll stick with procedure go ahead stem cells <laughs> didn't he get stem cells in his knee bro like that's gonna take a little bit of time or something so I, i'm happy i'm happy i think kemba is a huge part of this and and the good thing is you're right the rest of the nba uh, nba all-star break is gonna be huge and then having marcus smart come back after the all-star break to exactly take pressure off him to go in the playoffs also gonna be huge Exactly. And and let's not forget, for the first time ever, I got a prediction right when it came to hey. something's going a particular like record. And I've never predicted 
four and zero or three and zero, whatever. I've never been undefeated. So and, that's the big thing. Joel's never predicted four and zero. No, and I always predict four and zero. So you maybe four and zero. I did. I did. Jo- Joel did. I did sarcastically, but he did. What did I, I said? I said, what did I say? Three and one. Well, I said they didn't drop two. No, no, I said they dropped two. If they only dropped two, then that's that's not bad. That's yeah, yeah, they'd, they'd be they'd be at five hundred. So it's like you know whatever at this point. But yeah. uh, Sean's right. Like half, like sarcastically, I said it, but then you realize, yeah. oh yeah, you did, yeah, yeah. You, you realize, like you realize, like there's no back to backs in there. So I was like, so you know, maybe they can pull this off. But I didn't, I didn't expect uh, Kemba to go off in like two of those games. You know what I mean? Like like that, that Indiana game, that was huge. He was like the only one. He like he single handedly. Won that game. I feel the like. thing. The thing about Kemba, though, I've never been concerned about his 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 approach. I'm always think I'm always in the camp of thinking as long as he looks fine, health wise, he's gonna get it going, exactly. and that's exactly what happened. But the thing about this Celtics team, though, when he's attacking the rim, when he's not so dependent on a three point shot, that's when you really can see what this, how explosive the Celtics team is. Because when he's attacking relentlessly and he's drawing defenses, in, that just opens things up for his teammates, obviously. But also, you look at what it does for uh the second unit you know when when Kemba's playing at this level was it 24 points you know 40 shooting 40 over 40 percent knocking down the threes like six assists yeah bend people up like he's so important in that aspect because when you're setting other guys up it's it's the the ball swinging you're you're seeing that that offense that the Celtics were able to put together wins you know before the inconsistency started again yeah like that's what happened, right? Because right yeah. before, right when uh, the, the best symbol of that is what happened against the Toronto Raptors the first time, right? Yeah. Right? And they never went back to that, or at least you only saw that in stretches. You didn't see it for a whole 48, or you didn't see it long enough, whereas that offense jumpstarts that defense that, that Sean was talking about at the beginning of the episode. And it's, like, con- and it's contagious. This defense where everyone's alert. Everyone is, man, I was there. And listen, that was the first time all season. I mean, I've only been there, what, that was a fourth or fifth game. That was the loudest I heard them on defense, calling calling out switches and stuff. Just the whole team. It wasn't just one person. I'm yeah. like, that's what I'm talking about. Like that's what I should be hearing every single time I'm there. And it's yep. contagious too, because you got you got even Jeff T, you know, he's been playing a lot better as of late. Payne well, Pritchard, Payne Pritchard was was like he was he had been a no show during that 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 stretch and he's been balling too off the bench. But that's because Kemba allows them to play their role. Yeah, you're right. You know yeah. yeah. It's it's what I'm yeah. saying like it, it's it's a domino yeah. effect. Exactly, and and I also think one of the things that right, they, right, like real quick, I just want to get this in. That's that's nothing too about Kemba. Like if Kemba's not on offensively, if he's ice cold, he's gonna still do his thing and set people up. You know, he's not he's not the kind of guy who's gonna like you know uh, command the ball so much and not want to get the offense long. Well, when Kemba's when Kemba's going like this, you know, I think one of the things that I I think is important to look at is how Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both play while Kemba's going off. And, you know, I think we did see, you know, a little bit, you know, I think in that four-game stretch, I think Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown both had one sort of stinker in there, right? But yeah. if they if they had a stinker before Kemba came back, that's an automatic L, right? You've got to have those guys going for 50 points. That lightens the load on them a little bit. And also, you know, I, I think it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out with how they share the ball. Because I don't think Tatum's going to get any less looks. I think the Kemba resurgence is going to take a couple looks away from Brown a game. And I think it's going to be interesting, especially when Marcus Smart comes back too. Yeah. It's going to be 
interesting to sort of see how he reacts to that and how he can sort of fit into the offense and make it so that, you know, you see how valuable Kemba is. You see how valuable it is for him to get going. How does that work and how does the two stars sort of adjust to that? Yeah, because it's weird too because during these games, there was always like a weird stat that they, they, they throw out, right, the, the, the broadcast, whether it was national or local. And this one, this, these, these. Shout out this, to Dick Light. Shout out to who? Dick Light. Who's Dick Light? The stat guy. Oh, the stat. oh, okay, okay. All right, all right. I got Best you. name I got you. in the business. Best name in the business. <laughs> should, be in, should be in another business, but okay. Uh, <laughs> 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 he'd make, he'd make a, mo- a lot more money doing, doing that other business. But, uh, there was this one, there was this one stat, I think it was in the Clippers game that when they're, when they're trailing at halftime, They've only won like one of those games. Yeah, and and when they're trailing in the third quarter, they've only won like two of those games. And I was like, yo, like this is bad because they that happened. Both of those things happened in that game, and then they just they balled out in the fourth quarter. So it was like, all right, you know, like maybe there's hope for this team yet. You know, what I mean, I know they're in the, they're the fourth seed. Uh, it's not the prettiest looking fourth seed, but you know, nonetheless, it's just I, like I said, it's just a, it's something to build on a big time come second second half. Yeah, definitely. And, and and the break obviously is what this team needs. It's what every team in the NBA needs. But particularly for someone like Kemba Walker, I mean, let's face it, you're looking at a good stretch where you can relax, think about the the excellent performances you put together, what went into that, you know, you can really dissect things, maybe look at tape, all that stuff. And also think about, man, you know, a year ago I was there. It was all star weekend. I'm 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 working my way back up to being that all-star that I was or that I know I am and capable of and can lead this team. Like, this is such a huge confidence builder or a confidence booster for him because imagine if it was the other way, right? Yeah. That's a tough, tough, long break to be doubtful, to be unsure, to be, like, in a, in, in a spot, in a tough spot where you're thinking, man, we're 500, I'm not playing well, you know, Tatum and Brown are, are out and you know, enjoying themselves in All-Star Weekend. They're being honored for their hard work and everything. But, like, what's going to happen at the end of this? Now, it's the complete opposite. He's positive. He's ready to go. Tatum and Brown are going to go to All-Star Weekend. Jalen Brown's going back home, his very first All-Star Weekend appearance. And I think this is a good opportunity for these two to spend a lot of time with each other. Like, I don't know if that's the case. I don't know what's going to happen. But I would love for these two to just have, like, a conversation about what's going on with this team and try to figure out what's the next step. What can we do, you know, them two talking to each other, what can we do to make this team go to the next level and and, and be back to being true, ch- you know, title contenders, the championship contending team that, that they were a year ago? You think that's going to happen, though? I don't know. I don't I know think if they, they should. Like, I, honestly, don't know if they, I don't know if they like that, though. I just don't think that... You don't, I, think, you don't think Pierce and Walker were doing that? Like, I mean, obviously it's different, but, like, like, I just think, like, there's some sort of disconnect, man. Like, what's going on, man? Like, why? Like, put it this way. If I'm over there, if I'm, if I'm like, a perennial all-star there, man, I would be clowning these two. I'd be like, man, you guys have a fight. Especially if I'm in the West, right? Man, you're lucky you out you out East because you wouldn't even be in the playoffs. You guys are chumps. Two all-stars. Y'all can't even, you know, put together a, a winning record. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe they look at that and they hear that and they, they want to do something about that. But I think they look at it and say, uh yeah dog that's fine we need better players on our team man you know what i mean and um that's a bad attitude man. that's a bad well well, well be like no no we got this yeah yeah that's that's you're right you're right that's it like, come on man that'll be bad because if, then, that's your, if that's your attitude then this team ain't going nowhere yeah yeah because if, if if that's the, if that's the case then you're gonna you're gonna see plenty of of 
quote report saying uh, anonymous NBA players say, "Yo, at All Star Weekend, they were fucking clowning, clowning exactly. their teammates." Exactly, and, and, it's like, make it even worse. Yeah. And you know what, too? That, I'm, I'm glad you said that too because when 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 Jalen Brown when when shit was south before the four game winning streak when he was talking all that mess about oh well I trust his organization I trust his men what do you mean uh, okay I, I I get what you mean but it's like are you looking for a trade here not I'm not saying he wants to be traded but are you saying like oh I trust this guy's gonna put a, put together a roster yeah, yeah I don't know there's just a lot to yeah to I mean you can you can yeah you can you can dissect a lot of what he what he's said over the last like couple of weeks but I think. Basically, it's, it's yeah. Basically, it's it's frustration, obviously, right? And I think at the end of the day, he's like, yeah, I trust this this organization to either make a move or not make a move. Either way, because they're gonna it's, this is gonna be the troops that we're gonna stick we're sticking with. Are you gonna add to this? Either way, you know, I'm I'm in here for the long haul, right? That type of deal too. I I agree with you. I agree with you. And they are in there for the long haul. They both just fucking fresh ink on their their extended contracts, right? Their max contracts. So they're here, but. I mean, so I mean, they, I mean, like for the rest of the season, like you know, whatever, yeah, whatever they decide that, to do. <laughs> that's, the thing, that, that's why people people forget that like those future first round picks, they're not all that valuable when they when the Celtics have these two all stars locked in for four years. <laughs> like, I, I don't care about your twenty twenty three pick. Yeah, it's going to be number you know nineteen. Win a championship, like yeah, that's yeah, these, yeah, exactly. And these, you're in the fucking East. Are you kidding me? You're yeah, going to be competitive. Yeah. This treasure, well, the treasure, the treasure chest of fucking draft picks is gone. Pretty much, yeah, they're not, they're not yeah. shiny anymore. They're not shiny at all, right? Yeah, that's why you get the TPE, the shiny ass TPE, bro. They're like, they're, they're they're bronze, they're bronze now. The TPE is like bronze, and it's like shiny for the Celtics only. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's all that. No is. one, no, yeah, no one's gonna be like, no, all right, yeah, team, just the other teams get cap space depending on how much they want cap space. You know, it's sort of is. So, and, all the teams that are laughing at the Celtics about you can't even, yeah, you, know, you can't even match us. It's just like, well, how about now, motherfucker? TPE, <laughs> now what? All right, oh, I all raise right. you a TPE. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> How yeah. about that? You will you will give me your best player for my TPE. For my right? TPE. <laughs> this this doesn't affect you in any way, except for you probably get worse. But you know, for us, it's what we need. Make sure that make sure this the TPE Done. is the gateway to tank. Boom. Give me your best player. Give me your best player. And guess what? Oh, this is how Celtics fans envision it. This is, this, is exa- this is exactly what they envision. It's just sprinkle in some cap space, buddy. Just and you're, use, you're tanking, team. Just use the TPE already. Like, go out yeah. and get like Jokic and just 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 throw in the TPE. Like, <laughs> I don't understand what the problem is. What's why is Danny not right. not you know putting this together already? Before we get off the All Star Weekend, I want to say I do have one fear of the All Star Weekend, and I think it's the exact opposite of what Sway is saying. Ain't gonna be no recruiting. Don't say that. Uh, no, I I I. I think that no nah, man, Kevin Durant's already on the Brooklyn Nets. We don't need you know, no recruiting. Oh, hold on, hold on. I think that the my fear. Hold on, one second. The stupid fucking phone. All right, <laughs> Sean, hold on. I know, right? You, you got you got yeah. a seasick over here. You keep moving around. <laughs> Wait, hold on. You're saying okay? Go ahead. Never mind. All right. I'm I'm just saying. I yeah. I think, someone's gonna recruit one of Tatum or Brown. No, no. But I do. Um, okay. My fear is that they're gonna go down there and. They're not going to like hang out together. I think that there's going to be a lot of, you know, just discussion about, you know, like recruitment and talking to other players. And, you know, this whole Bradley Beal thing, one way or the other, like there's going to be rumors around Bradley Beal joining up with Jason Tatum for a long time. And I think them both being on the same team, Jalen Brown being on the other team, uh, like there could be, at least from a media perspective, which will trickle in, 
there's going to be a lot of talk about that Jalen Brown for Bradley Beal type conversation. And I don't know, you know, at the end of the day, if you ask J- Jason Tatum with a lie detector test, who would he rather play with, Bradley Beal or J- uh, Jalen? Mm, that's interesting. I'm just saying, yeah. like, mm, no, 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 I, no, I get what you're saying. I don't know if that's going to affect this this year's team, but I can see how next season or in the future that can that could be an issue. You know, you, if you're Jalen Brown, you're like, you rather play with him, or do you do you not? Are you unsure that we can do this together? You know? Right. Is that going to be an issue? Yeah. Yeah, and and I think a lot of Celtics media talk and a lot of Celtics fans will will think the same thing. And normally it sort of stays outside of that. But when you get these players together in an all-star weekend and, you know, you're going to be reading body language, you're going to be looking for locker room uh, or hallway conversations like KD and Kyrie last year, you're going to be reading all those tea leaves. That's going to come out, man. So I don't know. It's, it's going to be very I, interesting. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I want to hear that these two are together when that happens. Like when, when Tatum yeah. and Beer are chilling, I want, to, I want to see Jalen in the middle of that. Yeah, but I, I think what Sean is saying would hold some weight if, like, Beal was on, like, the last year or the second to, you know, two years before his deal ends. And, and Washington was actively shopping him. You know what I mean? But Well, I do, think, I do think they're probably shopping him for the right price. If you were to give up Jalen Brown and Marcus Smart for Bradley Beal, do the Washington Wizards say no to that? No, but, but that's what I'm saying, though. I just feel like Washington, if they are shopping him, they're not letting it be known because it's not like no. – Remember? No, they're not. They're, okay, you're not actively shopping. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. If they were, if they were actively shopping him, then maybe uh, Celtics fans could kind of worry a little bit. But then again, Jalen Brown and, and Jason Tatum, literally, like the extensions, the the ink is drying on their on that contract. So it's like, but couldn't couldn't you see Jalen Brown in Washington D.C. with his political platform? Fitting in perfectly on that in that type of environment. You're, bro. Just, you're just saying that because you want it to happen. That's why. Hey, I'm just saying it because <laughs> I'm just saying it because my years of saying trade Jalen Brown will actually come true. No, you're I back. Don't. You're back on that whole trading Jalen Brown shit again. I don't like that, it. Hey, that hey, I I said it last episode. Like, I said it last. Do it. It's annoying. I said it last episode, and then hey, why is now everyone talking about would you put Jalen Brown in a package for Bradley Beal? I said it. I said it before everyone. Yeah, because want- yeah, because everyone wants just everyone just wants a fucking big ass trade to happen. That's what it is, and, and you know, majority of Celtics fans. Yeah, yeah but they don't want to see one of those guys get traded. No, yeah, I know, but like at least is- most most folks, at least most folks. Well, I think I think most folks are trying to realize you you can't get a big fish without getting rid of your own one of your own big fish. Yeah, because they ain't taking Kemba kid. All right, All Star Weekend, twenty twenty one. You know the new format now, drafting teams. All in one day, kid. That's gonna all be in awesome. one day. I, I love it. It's not even All Star Weekend. It's just All Star Day. Yeah, you're right. You know what? <laughs> but it's a Sunday. It's gonna be like football back. Like but you know, m to like what ten. Are we, what are we? Uh, what are we doing, guys? What's, what's the deal? I'll get a I keg all day. I'm chilling. Over. I'll get a keg. Let's go. <laughs> get a keg. Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely uh, heavy on the on the uh, pandemic protocol when it comes to the NBA. Saying yeah, all this shit in one day. We don't want anyone arriving until. Literally, like Sunday morning. I mean, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm exaggerating, but instead of instead of players heading out there Thursday night or, or Friday or whatever the case may be, they they're just like, all right, Saturday, late Saturday afternoon into the evening, and as soon as the game is done, like you know, everybody out by fucking Monday, the latest. 
So we got Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, both in the three-point competition. Uh, do you think either one of these guys have a chance to win this thing? This is, this is a tough list of, of, of competitors here. Yeah, read the whole it, it field. Steph Curry, of course. Read the whole field. Yo, Sway, who's in a three-point contest? Yeah. Bro, who's in it? It's Steph Curry, bro. I told you. Steph Curry, Jason Tatum, and Jalen Brown. Bro. It's just That's those it. three, right? Yeah. I still don't like their chances. No, it's also Donovan Mitchell, uh, Zach Levine, Devin Booker. No, Devin, Devin's not in it. It's, it's Mike Conley now. Oh, excuse me, Mike Conley. What? Wait, Conley's going to join the three-point contest? Yeah, man. A little, a little foreshadowing here, but in case you missed it, uh, Mike Conley's replacing Devin Booker. Devin Booker was replacing Anthony Davis. Devin Booker got injured. What? Well, you think we talk about the three-point contest, bro? No, no, no. I'm just saying. In terms of like, no, no. In terms of like news in general, I forgot Mike Conley replaced Devin Booker in the three-point oh, contest. I thought you meant like you as a foreshadow. I thought you meant you had it in your intentions. Yeah, no. I was going to talk. I was going to talk about Mike Conley, but I forgot oh, he was in the three-point contest. He replaced him for the All Star. So we got another. In other words, we got Mike Conley news. All right, looking forward to it. Yeah, Mike Conley, first time All Star after like twenty years in the league. I don't know if it's that long, but you know what I mean. He he, he replaces Devin Booker in both the three point contest and the All Star game. Wow, I'm surprised they didn't. I mean, Booker got injured in the last on, game. Wait. Are you saying the whole thing? Now? Is, this, is this the whole story? Or are you you got some other Mike Conley news? No, no. This is this is the, this is the whole story. Like Mike Conley. Is replacing oh. an injured Devin Booker. Because well, we, we remember Devin Booker replaced Anthony Davis. I thought you were teasing him. Oh, okay. No, because Sean looks confused. So I'm trying to explain it to him. I just I'm just confused on why Mike Connolly is in the three point contest. What do you mean, bro? Why is Jason Tatum in the three point contest? No, no, no. No, Mike okay. Connolly because he because he's replacing Devin Booker overall. So instead of looking for another three point shooter, they just said, fuck it. Let him just replace but like, him in the three point contest. Like <laughs> Okay. All right. You know what? I'm just gonna let it go. I just, you know, <laughs> whatever. Like Dame couldn't get in the three. I want to see Dame in the three point competition, man. I don't know why he's not there. I think the better question is uh, instead of which toughest player is gonna win this, which one's gonna do better? I'm going with Jalen. Yeah, Jalen. I, I think Jalen has a shot to win this. Actually, you know, you guys realize Steph has never. It's only won this like once, right? Yeah, but still. <laughs> he's yeah, so I, I, I got one of the I, greatest shooters of all time. So I, I I'll think, take him over these two. I think Tatum will do really well in it. I actually do. I think, you know, spot up shooting is something that he's improved in his game. So we'll see. Uh, I don't know how he can do. He's not really a spot up shooter. He's more like a dribble and shooting. And he needs somebody in front of him type of. But every time, every time, I mean, it very rarely happens because he's always guarded. But when it does get kicked out to him, he's a knockdown shooter, man. He's a knockdown shooter. Yeah, but we'll yeah. see. Brown, these, yeah. He dribbles. Brown needs to pass. He needs to pass. If, if if he was getting a pass every single time, oh yeah, he would. He would. He have a legitimate chance of winning this. Yeah, he needs I, a pass, and and Tatum needs a couple of dribbles. You know, <laughs> it's like they're, they're those kind of those kind of shooters. Yo, I just hope that Tatum just like takes the ball, and just like side sidesteps every single time. Every single one, <laughs> they would all go in. You know, they would all bounce one foot off. He'd of probably one foot. get like through like half of the racks, but hey, you know, it is what it is. I'd be impressed. All right, so who wins? Let's do predictions. Who takes the, uh, the, the shootout? I'm taking Levine. Levine. Zach Levine. I, Zach I don't think anyone said that since his rookie year. All right. I'm taking Zach Levine. I sort of like Zach Levine, man. There's been a lot of like, there's been a lot of coverage around him. And, you know, I think for the past two years, he's been balling, balling out without a lot of recognition. I'm glad he's getting it. And I think he can. I know he can stroke it, so we'll see. But I think he also is a little bit like Tatum, too, in that he's a lot of off the dribble. But we'll see. I'd I kind of yeah, like him, too. 
Can I, can I, the thing is though, outside of Steph Curry, there's not like, you know, pure three point shooters. Like they didn't bring in non all-star three point shooters. You know what I mean? They're just like, you, you're on the all-star team. You like shooting threes. Okay. Well, yeah, because imagine how many players want to go all the way out to Atlanta. Just see. Oh yeah. I just for, just for but like a, a half an hour event and then bounce. But yep. I also like the, the, what we're saying, like, Oh, Tatum needs a dribble and, uh, Brown needs a pass. Like most of these players do, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with. Uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna go with Jalen. I think Jalen. Jalen wins this and is in the finals with fucking Donovan Mitchell. They go. They go toe to toe. They go back and forth. He is. He is back home. Yeah, that's my guy. I'm going with Mitchell. I think. I think he's gonna steal this. I'm going with the underdog. Oh wow! None of us picked Steph Curry. Wow. I mean, you can, but it's just. It's I think of, players like him don't just. Yeah, it's just when it comes to like a three point contest. If it was like. You I know. think I picked him every single time. Yeah, so. I think I think like a half court. If it was like a half court contest, yeah, yeah, he'd fucking win the shit. But yeah, it's... no, he wouldn't. We've seen that. Well, he was. <laughs> I mean, who else besides besides Clay? When when else did he lose though? I think he's been in what three? Because he, he lost. Loses, he lose to Clay. It's not like he really lost. Lost. Yeah, but he lost to he lost to he lost to Pierce in 2011 or 2010. He was in that. Yeah, that was the finals between yeah, him. I can't believe Paul Pierce won three three point championships. He won one. No, he only won one. Oh, he's been in three. He's been in. He was in two, I believe. He was in two. Yeah. Why did I read somewhere the other day that it was three? But okay, forget. It. I mean, Scratch I mean, I think, I think, I don't know. I think the last time that there was two Celtics in it, I think maybe you saw that Paul Pierce and and Ray. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. Steph I don't know. Oh no, no, it was. Uh, Steph, Steph went to the finals with him. Yeah, right? he did. He did. Larry yeah, Bird. Larry Bird won three. He won the first three. Oh man. I will say, if there's any Celtic that's going to win it, it's going to be Jason Tatum. I don't think Brown. I don't know, man. You know, you know what it is with Tatum too. Another, another thing I forgot to bring up. Slow. Like going from rack to rack. Like he's kind of like I don't know. He doesn't have that. He doesn't have that quick release. He doesn't have that quick release. Yeah, that and he goes at his own pace, and he's not going to rush. And I feel like he's either going to rush it or he's going to go too slow. I don't know. Paul. No, no, Sway, no, no, Sway, 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 Sway nailed it exactly. But Paul did horribly the first time. Yeah, I'm saying Sway nailed it because the first time I remember, I think it was. The fuck? Who, he had for, no momentum. I forget who was. Yeah, I forget who was commentating. They were like, they made him. They made a good point. Paul Pierce, the first time, was a he's a set shooter, right? And I feel like that's what Tatum is. Tatum is a set shooter. He's got to feel the ball first and like dribble real quick and pretend he's got like a man in front of him, and then boom, that's how it's. But it's, that's not enough time. Tatum gets like five shots off. <laughs> he just goes money ball. All then, he does, yeah. Is money. And then and then afterwards, he's just like, oh man, I, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but what do you guys? Well, Sean. Well, I don't know if you'll be happy about this. Well, you probably will be. But uh, how about how about Jalen Brown passing down the opportunity to, to participate in the dunk contest? Yeah, a little bit, a little bit let down. But I think the yeah. But if he did it, you would have been pissed. You would be like, "This is stupid. He's gonna get hurt." No, I've been telling him to join the dunk contest since he's joined the league. That was my yeah, only. That's true, yeah, this rookie, his rookie, he turned it down because I think he was nursing an injury. And then his next year, he turned it down fully healthy. Something no, like no, that. yeah, that was the year he just didn't want to do it. I remember yeah, yeah. I was talking. I remember I talked to remember that one on one I had with, with Rozier, and he's like, "Yo, I've been trying to talk him into it, but you know, we're all trying to convince him, but he just didn't want to do it." But then again, that was a that was a weird year. But I also think yeah. that he's out of that high he's flying. Like, I'm more of a, just he's a, a little bit. Yeah, he's a little bit out of it now. Like he's not like this raw rookie anymore. He was like, trying to find himself still. You know? Yeah, but I think yeah. now I think now he's comfortable with it, with, with yeah. the kind of player he is. So he's like, yeah, exactly. If I get invited again, I'll go. Yeah, he has his identity in the league. So yeah. I think that's why he's comfortable to do it. Well, um, they'll do it next year. He's like, I'll, I'll, I'll do I'll do all the events. Fuck it. 
did I read that they're doing uh, all the slam dunks are from uh, historically black colleges? Wait, what? Wait, say that again. The dunks themselves? No, they they're like representing like uh, historically black colleges, and it's all gonna be donated there. Did you see that? Yeah, bro. NBA cares, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Sean's face. <laughs> no, I thought I read it was like more <laughs> dunk contest. Hold on. He's like, did I hear correctly that there's going to be like a, an exhibition game on uh, Saturday? <laughs> yeah, is it true that uh, Giannis and LeBron are going one on one after the offseason? <laughs> is, is Rondo no. coming to play horse with fucking Durant, even though Durant's injured? <laughs> no, they fucking they're 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 all matched up with a historically black college. That's what. It is. No, yeah, I love I love what Sean goes. No, I read that. No, no, I saw that somewhere. <laughs> The fuck did you see that? <laughs> Yo, I also saw that Giannis and LeBron are gonna go one on one. Trust me, I read it. But they're on the same team. No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. No, they're gonna no, fucking yeah. No, that's that's you part know, like of WWE style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if the game is tied, one on one to be fucking dope. If the game is tied, they're not gonna go to overtime. Those two are gonna play one on one. That's gonna one on one. It's like who wins though? Wow. Well. <laughs> <laughs> two chains is gonna fucking perform to be dope, bro. Yeah, two chains. I think I'm more excited about that rapper uh, two on two than anything, bro. Yeah, that's gonna, that's gonna be weird. I can't believe I can't believe fifty P's on it. I was getting, I was oh, getting into this. With, I was getting into this with Max about the whole Atlanta, the All Star Weekend going on. Like weeks before, I'm like, you know, there's gonna be parties. He's like, no, there's no chance they're gonna shut all that down. I'm like, no, bro, this is Atlanta we're talking about, and we're talking about. The hip hop Super Bowl, man. Pretty much, that's what All Star Weekend is. Like, yeah, everyone comes out for that. And if Atlanta's hosting it, they're gonna go in. They're gonna go and have their, you know, do their Atlanta thing. You got the Two Chain show. Uh, was the I think I think it's Two Chains Jeezy has a show that, this weekend. I think uh, the Baby's got a show. Wait, Jeezy's got a show? I heard this on the sports hub. You know, I was dying because they, they were talking about all this stuff and they're just playing like all the all two chains and, and Jeezy in the background while they're talking about it. No, yeah, <laughs> I heard I heard Andre three thousand is gonna make an appearance, Joe. He's gonna just drop no, some drop the fucking. No, now you're doing the dude thing. Don't mess <laughs> that's, <true>. no. <laughs> that's a lot. No, that's not what we're doing. I thought we were doing that the whole episode. And this is this is right after the fucking uh state or you know the city was like completely already said nothing's going on. They're like, oh, no, nah, we're gonna solve. Yeah, yeah. The mayor, the mayor of, of of Atlanta, she was, she's been the mayor. The mayor spoke up. Yeah, right? yeah. She spoke up like when they when the NBA announced, yeah, everyone had the All Star game in Atlanta. She was like, why? Like we we didn't even yeah. talk about this. Don't even don't even ask. Like, what the fuck is going on there? Because <laughs> like I don't know if you know this uh, mayor, but uh, Migos runs the city. All right, <laughs> so it, it was okay. Yeah, yeah, she was like, she was like, don't come down here. This is not a party. It's not gonna be a party weekend. Quavo signed off. <laughs> he, he said he talked to you. We were we we're good. You know? She's like, yeah. After which she's gonna be like, well, I did my job. I fucking told everybody not to come, and people still come. I don't know what the fuck you want me to do. Well, maybe you shouldn't have opened your fucking city then, huh? Yeah, right. I was gonna say like that's the governor. Georgia, that's, that's the governor. <laughs> as if you know the state doesn't. You know, they 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 would never react this way. Accept these sort of things. Like, oh man! All right, dunk contest. I got to be honest. Obviously, we didn't watch it live last year, Yo. so I feel like we missed that. I feel like I feel like I'm going into this dunk contest, uh, at, like going into it, watching the sequel of a movie I didn't see. So it's like I don't. No, don't worry, don't worry, Sway. You can catch up on all the fucking dunk contests on fucking NBA TV. That's all they're gonna be showing oh, all, weekend. Doing that all weekend, yeah. baby, from the '80s all the way up to last year. You're good. Wait, who won last year? Last year exactly. was um. I was too busy having the time of my life. Fuck, who did win last year? 
No, it was uh, the dude. The dude that was in Miami. Now he's in Portland. Uh, Derek Derek Jones Jr. Derek Jones, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we were in the Dominican last time. You guys, yeah. well, Sean's brain just got there. You guys remember? Uh, <laughs> Sean's like, why did I watch that? Why did we get it? Let's watch that. The, man, the man's wedding, by the way, guys. The man's wedding was yeah, yeah. Your your wedding was the actual same night of that event. <laughs> <laughs> You guys remember going to the sports bar and like watching the highlights? Yeah. There were like a bunch of freaking kids watching Bleacher Report. Like the dunk contest that happened like four hours before. <laughs> like 2 a.m. I just. We're happened. going nuts as if like it's, it's going it. live. Like it yeah. just happened. Yeah, no, it was a good dunk contest. I, I saw it afterwards and I've seen it a few times since. <laughs> this was one of, one, of, one of the better ones. You guys got a prediction here? I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking. Uh, like I'm the rookie, Obi. I'm taking Cassius. Cassius Stanley, I believe. I'm going to go with Anthony Simmons. <laughs> yo, how does Cassius get an invite, yo? This motherfucker averages 2.5 minutes a night. <laughs> What's <laughs> yeah. the criteria here? What you, yeah, because the part of the champion from last year was like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm, you know, why the fuck am I going to go <laughs> go go to see the All-Star game to dunk in them at halftime and then be out? Like, nah. Let so, me t- Kendrick, Kendrick Brown. Kendrick Brown better bring it. Tell him right now. <laughs> Kedrick Brown, bro. Kedrick Brown better fucking put on a show because you go all the way to Atlanta, you put up a dud. That's not gonna be a good look for the kid. I have a bad feeling for Obi Toppin, bro. I think Obi Toppin's gonna suck. Yeah, me too. It doesn't seem like this, this is kind of his his event. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how much finesse is gonna have in his dunks. It's like it's it's like Sean Marion in the in the dunk contest, right? Exactly. It's like it's all alley oops or like. I don't know, like how much finesse does he have? How much airtime does he have? You know? yeah, he's, just a, he's just a power dunker. He's a power dunker, exactly. That's the best better way to put it. Yeah. This episode of the College of Street Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Now, now BetOnline.ag isn't just about sports. If you don't want to bet on sports, BetOnline has other options, such as award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. Now, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Head over to BetOnline.ag. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore get in on the action now don't forget to use that promo code clns50 to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus with your first deposit betonline.ag head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit betonline.ag your online sportsbook experts all right Let's take our trip around the league, the, the all-star edition with Jewels in case you missed it. 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 Mid-season, trade deadline kind of around the corner. So, yeah, crazy stuff. Well, not, not crazy, crazy, but like, you know. Crazy, crazy. A good amount of news here, all right? In case you missed it, six-time NBA all-star Blake Griffin has agreed to a contract buyout from the Detroit Pistons. He'll officially clear waivers on All-Star Sunday, right? So according to sources here, Blake Griffin gave back $13.3 million in his buyout with the Pistons. He had like $75 million left on his, uh, on his deal. That's like nothing. Well, he negotiated. I don't know what to, I don't know what to, what to tell you. I mean, if the Pistons want to eat most of that, <laughs> it's the Pistons' prerogative, so... According to Shams, the Brooklyn Nets are the leaders to sign him. And you, I know, right? If you look at 
the teams that have quote the most money to uh, offer Blake. The Nets can offer him about five point seven mil because they got that uh the the, the disabled player exception when they lost uh Dinwiddie. And you got Miami that can offer him like four point seven. The Warriors can offer him the most at nine point three because of the uh, the clay injury. Mm. And the Lakers at like eight hundred thousand. <laughs> so whatever. And the Clippers at Clippers at three point four. Those are the three those are the like the several teams that can offer him him a good amount of dough. So it looks like he's gonna he's most likely gonna go to the Nets. I hope he doesn't go to the Nets. I hope he goes to uh I hope he goes <laughs> to Golden State. I'd like to see that, but yeah, I think I think he's trying to win a championship this year, though, or at least yeah. at least compete for one. Yeah, you know, but that's interesting, though. Even if even if that's the case, imagine you go to Golden State, set some groundwork for this season. Huh. Next oh. year, Clay's back. I you know, you. I mean, I, I, I kind of like that one, John. And he's yeah. a Cal guy, like you know, he, like if he's looking, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, he was he was legitimately his feelings were hurt when he got traded. Yeah, not said, only because he was going to Detroit, but he was just like, I mean, not only because it's the Pistons, but he was just like, fuck, I got to live in Detroit. Like, he loves <laughs> living in Cali. He loves that shit. And honestly, yeah, bro. Yeah. He still talks about that, by the way. I yeah. Just, I just don't know if I see him, like, meshing with that team, bro. Like, I feel like Blake, even though he's not, he probably thinks of himself as like, you know. I still got it. I still got it. You know what I mean? Like, he, he what is he going to be on that team? You well, already transforms his game, which which I don't think it's a bad thing. Like you think he's gonna be like a down and dirty rebounder? No, I mean like, it's just it's just adding depth. That's all it is. Even if he doesn't, you know, put up his what what is he averaging like twelve points this year? Even if he doesn't put that up, I, I think if any any anybody goes down on on that <laughs> roster, he can easily just step in for whatever. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that'd be an like, absolutely insane starting lineup of. Uh, and his boy DeAndre Jordan's there, so maybe there's something yeah. there. No, but I, I do, I do like what you said about the Warriors. Because if he's looking, if he's thinking long term, yeah, yeah, he should go to the Warriors. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. If he goes to Brooklyn, then that's he's just who wants a title. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, if, he just, if he just goes to Brooklyn, I think it's a one year stop because they're not gonna, you know, they're like I think I think Golden State could probably offer a multi year deal. Yeah. 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 And yeah. but also, if you go to Brooklyn, you put yourself, you, you can. You know, put yourself. You you display yourself in a deep playoff run. Other teams might be. You, you could probably get more money that way from other teams, whether it's Golden State or maybe another uh, playoff team. Yeah, I love I love how this list of teams includes the Clippers. Like, I, he's just like, I don't give a shit about the Clippers right now, <laughs> even if they are fucking. They're like, know, they're like finals yeah, contenders. Like, yeah, totally different coach, man. Totally different coach. Yeah. <laughs> he's There's like, not yeah. one player from those teams that are on this team. Still, he's like, he's like from what? From the Clippers. From the Clippers teams that Blake were on, there's not one player still there. Lou, Lou was there? Was Lou there when he was there? No, because he was, he was, he was he, part of the Chris Paul trade. Got there. That's when he just got there. And he wouldn't buy in. No, I think he was part of the Chris Paul trade. So I think he was already traded when they traded Chris Paul, or or, or was that the first year that they had traded Chris Paul? And they're like, all right, we're gonna build around you, Blake. And then yeah, like halfway say, through yeah, the season, yeah, because Chris Paul, yeah, Chris Paul was gone, but Blake was still there. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, so they they played like maybe half a season together. Yeah. And Beverly, then technically, if you want to go down that route, Grace Paul deal, yeah, yeah. But I'm talking about the actual Clipper teams that he was on. You know what I mean? Not the I got team that he traded from. You know? Yeah, yeah. But no, you're right. I, I, I he, he'd probably just, just to spite the Clippers, just go to the Lakers and get paid nothing. <laughs> yeah. If there's a team that needs him more, it's the Lakers, but because of Anthony Davis absence. So. That's true. That's true. In case you missed it, the Atlanta Hawks have fired Lloyd Pierce. 
and um, Nick McMillan has taken over. I don't agree with this. After the poor start there for from from the Hawks, it's fucked up. Um, don't you think though? There was a uh, I think like a a week or two week period that Pierce was out for whatever reason. I think it was something personal, and they were just testing out Nate McMillan. You know, the higher ups were like, I think Nate, you know, be a better fit here than than than, than Pierce, and so then they're just like, we're going with Nate. I don't know what that guy could have done differently with the roster that he was given and the fact that, you know, they went out and tried to sign a bunch of players this year and their biggest signing got injured like two games into the season. And then Gallinari is an absolute waste of money, except one game. You know what I mean? Like, all right, we're not talking Gallinari anymore on this podcast. So. <laughs> that's three straight episodes about Gallinari. That's <laughs> too much. That's too much. Uh, Gallinari content. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but no, know. I feel you. I feel you. No, I, you know what? I, I think the Hawks always had Meg McMillan in mind because the the moment he got he got fired from the Pacers, like he was he signed as an assistant. Like, how do you go from being the top dog to just being like you know a number two or number three on a coaching staff that quickly? When I bet you the Hawks was like, like, "Yo, wait your turn," because this more than likely you'll you'll be in that that seat quicker rather than later. Yeah, but I'm hearing that. Um... I'm hearing about. I'm hearing this. This had more to do with with Trey and and uh, the the shot selection. Oh, that, okay. Lord, that they weren't on the same page on that. Um, Makes there sense. Report, there was a report out of Atlanta about it, but I mean, I can see that being the case. But maybe they just weren't on the same page. I mean, let's face it. If, if Trey doesn't like you, it's just that's a hard spot to be in, and that's obviously the direction they're going. They're going to go with 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 uh, with Trey leading and and. His shot selection, I guess. <laughs> I guess they approve of it. I, I don't know exactly the what what exactly happened, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, I just think that yeah, the Hawks they're just they're a mess right now, and they didn't they didn't expect to be where they're at right now, even though they're not they're still in the playoff picture. But I don't know for whatever reason they're just like yeah, we're gonna go with Nate. Nate's, Nate's had a good reputation everywhere he's been at. So Rondo's just chilling, huh? Yeah, Rondo's like player coach. What do you think? Yeah, exactly. At some point, at some point, yeah, you're right. He's gonna grab that clipboard. I won't. Yeah. All right, in case you missed it, and I feel like I've reported on this before, but then I remembered, oh, no, he did latch on to the Clippers last season. Joachim Noah has officially retired from the NBA. Yeah, we've definitely talked about this seventh, <laughs> seventh retirement. He's, a, a quote, officially retired, effective immediately, 13-year NBA center and former two-time All-Star and Defensive Player of the Year, which I don't remember that, but I guess – <laughs> I guess it did happen. <laughs> uh, maybe like, on those Bulls teams, the Derrick Rose year, the Derrick Rose. No, but it's like I like I remember like those years being like you know Dwight uh, Dwight Howard dominating that uh, Ben Ben Wallace, <laughs> like, no, no, like Kevin, was, Kevin Garnett was sprinkled in there at some no, point. No, back 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 it was uh, back in the day it was, it was Ben Wallace and Ronald Test was fighting over. His yeah, yeah, and then, and then and then and then and then. And then Dwight won it like three years in a row, and then like you know, it had to have been the year that they they were number one in the Eastern Conference with Rose. I was just, I, I was just like, I don't yeah. remember that. I was like, what defensive player of the year? I mean, he's always in the he was always in the conversation, <laughs> but whatever. Okay. Little, way, little way to just shit on this dude. I didn't mean to <laughs> <laughs> no, no like backhanded backhanded compliments. He's still one of the top top He's college one, players yeah. of all time. Yeah, like college players of all time. No, no, no one's gonna take that from him. Teams, yeah, yeah. yeah those Gators teams. What Noah, Big Al, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer. That was Corey a squad, Brewer. man. That was a squad. 
Corey Brewer, another guy. Is he still? He's still kicking around the NBA. Like, nah, man. But uh, we didn't announce his. He did, he did a good job, really stretching out that career. Though. He Shots. really did. He really did. Yeah. You know, I think he, he must have played what at least maybe eight seasons, nine seasons, right? Oh no, probably ten. Yeah, yeah. At least, at least, like that. at least a decade. All right, I'm selling him short. <laughs> kind of like kind of the theme of <laughs> this particular uh, topic, but uh, all right. In case you missed it. <laughs> Congrats. Yeah, congrats uh, on... Uh, congrats, Joe Kim. Ha- happy trails. Nah, fuck Joe Kim. Hall of Famer? Hall of Famer real quick? One of my favorite... Yeah, I think Joe loves it. Hall of Famer real quick? Oh, you said Hall of Famer? No. Wait, no. what? No. <laughs> I was going to say, shout out to one of my favorite uh, Garnett stories from some... Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. That's a great story. That was great. That's a great story. Yeah, that's one of those stories I'm going to remember. It really like, embodies uh, Garnett's uh, swag. What's the story? Well, you know the story, the bro? first time he played against Garnett, because he said he, he, that was his idol growing up. He had posters hey, of him on the wall. You shouldn't, you shouldn't even have to say this right now. And, uh, you know, he's at the free throw line and he goes to like, you know, dap him up. Like, yo, uh, you know, I love your game and whatever. Just like bigging him up. Yeah. He was like, yo, I've always been like, you're, you're one of my idols growing up. Like, da-da, you're the biggest reason why I'm in the NBA. Yeah. And Garnett just looked at him and was just like, the fuck you talking to me for, bro? Like, we're not even <laughs> on the same fucking team, yo. I don't give a fuck about like what you have to say right now. And Chuck so Kim was whole, just taken back like what the fuck? The whole night he was just shitting on Noah the yeah, whole Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he just yeah, he pretty much just gave him like you know he gave he gave him like a reason to just to just shit on yeah. him like, you know, mentally just get him out the game <laughs> by saying these things. Nothing but nice things to say about Garnett. You know, they asked they asked Garnett about it. He goes, "What the fuck what do you want to do?" He goes, what? Oh, you think I'm here to make friends? You goes, think that's what I do out here? Like, he goes in the middle of a game? Like in the middle of the game? You want me to fucking dap him game. up? Like, I don't want to meet you. I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. I'm not part of your team. Was so like, Jacquem Noah was talking about this on like a radio station. And he was just like, oh, he's so bitter. Like, where's the love? And it's just like, dude, yeah. it was in the middle of a fucking game. Like, that's how yeah. Garnett has always been. Yeah. Like, it's one I'm thing. Like, yo, if, you, if you looked up to him so much, then like, how did you miss that? How did you not know that? Kevin exactly. Garnett. It's not... I, it is coming, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's not. It's, it's one thing like right before tip off, where everyone's like, you know, giving each other pounds, like, oh, what up, what up, what up, whatever, to say it right there, real quick, or whatever. But like in the middle even of the game, then, then yeah, even then, yeah, even then, yeah, you're right, you're right. But, but even but then, I, I get what you say, yeah. But like at with, the free throw line, like come on, bro. <laughs> like he's, he's like you're trying to break his conf- his concentration. Like he's taking free throws right now. I'm like come on. Congrats to uh, Joe Kimball on his career. Yeah, yeah, we just we, career. We didn't mean to just shit all over you there, but. Uh, <laughs> We had to bring that we up. We don't need to say congratulations to him, bro. Fuck him. Yo, you got to say congrats for, for a great career. You know Fuck. what? Real quick, uh, another another funny Joe Kim Noah story. Well, it's not really a story, but... <laughs> Pile it on. Remember, remember last year when uh, I saw him in the hallway? I think it was the Celtics playing the Grizzlies. I saw him in the hallway. And oh, I, yeah, and yeah. I, he thought he was I, done. I, double thing, and I text you guys, and I was just like, you know, completely forgot Joe Kim Noah is still in the league and plays with the Grizzlies. I saw him in the hallway, and I had no idea why he was in the building. Like, literally, I was like, did the Celtics just pick up Joe Kim Noah? Like, why yeah. is this dude here right now? Bro, from the moment he signed with the Knicks, like, his career was done. Like, the last four years, four or five years of his career. Yo, he just collected his money for two years. That's he what I'm saying. Yeah, he was. Here. He came back and he was like, no, we don't want you to play. Yeah, yeah. We, we want were, you to just stay yeah. away from us. We'll pay you to stay at home. Just do that. Yeah. And then when they traded him to the, the Grizzlies, the Grizzlies was like, yeah, we also don't want you. You know, you're this is just a little pit stop. And then they bottom out and then the Clippers signed him and he didn't I don't think he played one minute with the Clippers last season. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, congratulations on your career, Joe King. 
Great, great, great years with the, the Bulls, though. I'll give them that. Three consecutive teams <laughs> said we don't give a fuck about you. You just collected those checks, man. You just collected those checks. Good for him. But you Congrats. got the defense. Congrats. We won't forget. You have one of the worst jump shots of all time. Go ahead. Yo, that release. Is oh, somewhere. just his release. Yeah, it was awful. Scrubs. Scrubs. I look like it makes, it, makes, it makes Marty Collins cream. All right, in case you missed it, congrats to uh, Jokic on getting his 50th triple-double. He becomes only sure. the second big man behind Will Chamberlain to record 50 triple-doubles. All right. And Jokic didn't know. And Jokic didn't know. No, no, no. Jokic didn't know. They didn't make the list. They didn't make the list. I searched. I searched high and low. I don't think Jokic. I don't think. Yeah, I don't think Noah. Yo, how about this though? Joe Kid Noah. 50 <laughs> Did you guys know this shit? <laughs> Sean would be like, yo, can you shut the fuck up? No. <laughs> Don't worry, got, I take I take that all back about fucking Joe Kid Noah. Great career, great career. Great career, great career. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, that dude never had one. Get the fuck out of here. Joe Kid <laughs> he had ten assists at the time. So yeah, no. Uh but for real though, Joe Kim Noah didn't I don't know how many triple doubles he ever had in his career, but nowhere close to to the Joker and, and Chamberlain, right? So he's like, like I said, he's the second big man to reach that 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 feat. Uh, Chamberlain did it in seven hundred and three games, while the Joker did it in four hundred and sixteen games, right? So what about, triple double seven, for days. Seven. The answer is seven triple doubles by uh, Joe Noah. Yeah, so that makes him what, like third at all centers? <laughs> he said seven. Really? He said seven. Yo, if I had to guess, I would have said two. I would, and, yeah, I would have said and, three tops. And that is, that's actually, the part I would be like, nah, he didn't get those. 2012, 2013, he had one of the most impressive ones. Uh, he had. Yo, how did this turn into a fucking Joe Kim Noah episode? Listen to this though. Listen to the stat line. It's a crazy stat line. This is probably when he won Defensive Player of the Year. Go ahead. 20, 23 points. This is probably when he won Defensive Player of the Year. 20, 23 points, 21 rebounds, one assist. 11 blocks. Ah, okay. All right. All right. I thought you are going to tell me like 11 turnovers. Oh. Like, Yo, that's not a triple-double, bro. That's, <laughs> that's insane, bro. 23, 21, and 11 blocks. That's an insane stat line. That is you know an what? insane stat line. Have, yeah. Because I, I remember I remember a handful of nights where he had double digits in blocks. Yeah, yeah man. He had a triple-double with blocks, which I think him and Dave Robinson and probably Will Chamberlain. And was like, I mean, not double digits, but you know what I mean. He'd be like seven blocks or whatever. Like a bunch of nights where you go off. Yeah. Congrats, Joe Kim. Yeah, so that, that so the congrats is warranted after that. After that, no, Joe Kim Noah, Hall of Famer kid. Whoop, whoop. I mean, he's he, he's no Jokic, but you know. yeah, yeah. No, maybe, yeah, maybe no a Jokic. third, maybe a third or fourth ballot Hall of Famer at, at you know at the very at the very least. I think what I love the most about watching Jokic is just like it's just it's effortless. It's like he's he's still waking up. You know, he just yeah. has that swag to him. It's just so. He's like, yeah, but it's so collected at the same time, right. though. It's just like, like you can tell it's by design, but it's like, it's smooth but like lazy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's dope. Uh, you know what though? And Jokic does remind me of like a young like Joakim Noah, bro. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you doing that again? <laughs> You had me. You had me for a good, like, five seconds. And for a good five seconds, I was captivated. I was like, no, yeah. what the fuck? No, he's blind. I was like, yo, who's he going with this? I can't compare, I can't compare Jokic to anybody. Like, this fucking guy. This? this guy. Yo. All right, yo. In case, <laughs> on that note, in case you missed it. Maybe Divac. For real, for real. He's no, going, he's going he does remind me of this fucking guy. Fucking guy. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it.
<laughs> young Joe Kim Noah. <laughs> guys, guys, no, seriously though, he does remind me of a young Joe Kim. This fucking guy, Joe Kim Noah doesn't even fucking shoot beyond like the free throw line. <laughs> like with the ball on the floor, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, just a fucking dribble, dribble from. He's he's not the point guard of that fucking. He was never, never that. <laughs> assist like he, that stat line. He had one assist, one fucking assist. He's got he's got the outside touch, puts the ball on the floor, man, just like Joe Kim, bro. Just like Joe Kim, bro. dribbles like a guard. You know, yeah, right. <laughs> just effortless, effortlessly. You, know? you can take people off the triple. You know, even though he had that weird, he had that weird shooting form, but yeah, it was money. It was clutch. It's fucking clutch. You know, when the ball when the game's on the line, Chuck him know the guy. He's gonna get that it's ball. Like- that's not his game. He's like, yo, Derek Rose who? MVP Derek Rose who? It's not his game at all, man. <laughs> all right, yo, this next this next story though, Sean, this is this is for your boy Raj, right? Mr. Mr. Bidding for basketball cards or just oh. any yeah, all this shit right here. Okay. Wait, so sold a Kobe rookie card for uh right around ten thousand dollars out there. These autographed. He did. Crazy. Yeah. Well you pulled the trigger? You pull it off? Yep. Oh man. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. All right. So let's see. <laughs> let's come on. This this out. This obviously tops that. All right. A Luca Dantage rookie sign card. Right. It's a, it's a, it's an autograph by Luca Dantage. You know how much it went for? Take a take. Let's, let's take a guess. Um, <clears throat> six hundred thousand dollars. Mm, actually, no. It was actually sold for four hundred thousand. Someone bought it for four point six million dollars. The new what? record for the highest price of any basketball card no, ever. Did it. I'm on real talk. Four point six four point six million dollars, bro, for a card that was that was worth well who, who, the previous owner had bought it for less than half a mil. It looks how are you sleeping on this, bro? How'd you miss out on this? For real, yeah. So, you know, tell Roger to get on that shit. Especially yeah. now that you have a nephew named Luca. Yeah, I I mean I, I bought him a Luca uh a Luca little jersey and a Luca, uh, one of those Funko Pop things. You know those guys. You know what I'm talking about. We'll, Yo, get, him, we'll get him a Doncic rookie stock. card, bro. Yo, this is 2021, Sean. You need to buy him a Luca stock. All right, <laughs> Luca stock. <laughs> all right. <laughs> if his rookie card is worth 4.6 mil, come on, get on that. Get on the stock. Buy get, some get on the stock, bro. Yeah, the most, the most ever paid for any basketball card ever. I'm sure it is. That's that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Luca, Jordan, why is it look the Jordan rookie card isn't even the Jordan rookie card? It probably was the most expensive card before that, but that wasn't even like. Well, it's Jordan. If it was worth in the millions, that makes sense. But a Luka Doncic rookie card, <laughs> like my man has only been in the NBA for two years. <laughs> like he could, sh- I know you know, God forbid, he could shot his ankle tomorrow and be like done with his NBA career, and you still paid four point six million dollars for his rookie card. Yeah, it's a lot of money. It's a lot. It's a lot of scratch. It's a lot of scratch. And like I've always wondered, like, for those people that buy, like, I get it. There's one thing of owning it and you bought it and like got it in a pack and you found it. But like when you buy something for four point six million dollars, what the fuck do you do with it? Like where do, like how do you enjoy that thing for four point six million dollars worth of enjoyment? Well, I mean the previous the previous Jesus every time <laughs> the previous owner who, who paid who paid four hundred thousand for it that's you know one hell of a profit by the way uh, yes, and, and and the guy and the new the new owner who paid four point six like if he's thinking you know I could probably get like double for that no that's not gonna happen bro 
No one's gonna pay. No, not it even will. a million for that though. It will. No, it'll definitely double, but you have to wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For yeah, how yeah. long? Yeah. yeah, it's an investment, man. That's what these people do. I mean, obviously, art and collecting that kind of stuff is it's a grander scale. But yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, it's an investment. You buy it because you know, an X amount of years is after, there. After he's a ten times all ten time All Star, after he is the LeBron of the NBA, that's gonna go up. So but you're gonna there, go up. Is there one of these cards? I would think. Uh, it is well, I mean, well, this this card this card is unique. It's probably, a rare, it's probably a rare edition. Yeah, this card is unique because he signed it. Like it's signed yeah, but, by Luca. Hold on, no. Somebody's sitting out there with an unsigned exact card, and like, okay, you could you could pay you know a hundred bucks at next Luca's fucking uh, you know signing session to just then you make four point six. There's got to be one of a kind, bro. It's got to be like the most unique card of all time. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I see what Although, you're saying. The next, uh, the next meet and greet is going to be ridiculous. It's not a, it's not a, it's not, a, it's not an upper deck, it's not an upper deck rookie <laughs> card. The value of his signature right now, bro, it's crazy. I mean, four hundred thousand is it's crazy. Never mind, four point six. Sign this for me, Luca, please. Uh-huh. Sign this. I can get millions for this. All He's right, like this golf ball. Yes, sign it. <laughs> sign it right now. <laughs> All right. In case you missed it, probably the weirdest story I've heard in a while. Oh shit! What you got? Zach Levine, right on. Levine? Um, Levine, yes. Thursday night. <laughs> Don't try to stop trying to push that. <laughs> you know what? You know what? He could he has a good he has a good uh case for that because the V is capitalized. So it's like L A and then the capital capital V. And then you can and say the Levine. Ac- the accent over the E is crazy too. No, 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 no. you just made that up. Now no, you just now you're going too far. Yeah. Lazy. Now you're going too far. Now you're going lazy. Alright, so Zach Zach Levine's <laughs> 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 his right home. Joe's <laughs> like, Joe's like, I've always been saying it like this. I don't, Sean just started doing this. So cops, yeah, cops were called to his house because a alleged obsessed woman showed up at his door and refused to leave. She's reportedly or allegedly a fan of uh, Levine. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay, side piece, side piece. But according to police reports and Levine's camp, they don't know this woman. This woman just came out, came out of the cut, knew where his house is, and she refused to leave. Oh, uh, I think you're going to say, the other, I think say, according to them, they had prior relations or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't see it going that way. All right. All right. All right. Our officers were told that, you know, she was at a, at a, at a mental hospital. I don't know. So. Is this a catfishing situation? I don't know, bro. This is. This, I, don't, I don't think this is a Dwight Howard thing. <laughs> this is more. <laughs> this is more just a crazy fan. <laughs> it's just more of a crazy fan that's like you know obsessed. How with, do you with with Levine? How do you get that information? How do you know where he lives and everything? Especially, I've been stalking him. Hey, jeez, I was stalking hey, you him. Could, you could just about you could you could figure it out. You once you find out the neighborhood, you fucking just wait. I mean, like you, you know, you could. I'm people are crazy, bro. If yeah, no, are, especially especially when like. Players get their first big contract and they say, "Oh, they bought a house for like five point eight million dollars," and then they show the picture of the house. Like it's not that hard to figure out, you know, yeah, you, where the it, house is at. I remember, I remember, I heard a story about the person who like was stalking like Gronk and the Patriots. Like they all sort of live in the same neighborhood. Didn't his shit? Didn't his shit get broken into? Yeah, like before he before he left the Pats or as he was retiring well, the first time. 
there was always this crazy lady that used to like stand, like just fucking. He, she knew all where the Patriots lived, and she would just shit. go there, and drop off brownies and shit. Yeah, it's weird. Mm. They can find them out if they got nothing else better to do. And hey, drop off brownies among other things. Crazy, like women. I'm not saying all women are crazy, but crazy women are fucking insane. And when it comes like, to athletes and like <laughs> like celebrities in general, yeah, 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 I, I they will you. do whatever it takes, bro. And you don't say, yeah. So you know. It is what it is. Yeah. There's always that going on. In case you missed it, guys, if I had to just throw out there the, the question of who do you think, or, or better yet, what do you think is the longest losing streak, current losing streak right now in the NBA? Current? Yeah. How many games do you think? Uh, Give or take. The Warriors. Warriors win what, seven or eight? Or maybe they went seven out of ten or something like that. I'm going to say seven. There's some team out there that's lost seven straight. No, 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 no. Shit. No, it's the, the bottom feeder. No, that team fucking kept losing like a motherfucker. Hold bottom on. feeder, huh? Bottom feeder. You want me, you want me, you want me to say? <laughs> huh? You want me to say? No, no. Let me guess. Damn it, the Timberwolves. You would think. Uh, Phoenix Suns. Nah, man, they're the fucking Pistons? second seed in the West right now. <laughs> Is it the Pistons? Nope. Who? The Houston Rockets are currently on a thirteen-game mm-hmm. losing streak right now. Ah, uh, shit. Okay. You know what? It's it's my boy Boogie. It's crazy because like right when they got that little streak going, when when John Wall seemed like he was comfortable and everything, it was like, oh, this is, and then they just couldn't put together another like four game winning streak, or at least put together two wins in a row. Guys, yeah. guys, they haven't won a game since February fourth, mm. and That's they amazing. were eleven and ten at that time, right? This was obviously weeks after Harden was traded, and there was like, oh man, life is so good here without Harden yeah. and his. Negative vibes, yada yada yada. Yeah. And then cousins, cousins was balling to Christian Wood was balling. Yeah. yeah, Christian Wood didn't go down. That was that exactly. Was yeah, that yeah. was yeah. So right now they're currently eleven and twenty three. My boy Silas, bro, not doing well, bro. Not doing well. You know, <laughs> the son of Paul Silas, not doing well. <laughs> <laughs> Are we sure about that? Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. <laughs> I I I, so I, I, I Wikipedia that real quick. It's, it's, I'm pretty sure. Same time. I just picture a bunch of listeners just shaking their heads, being like, "These fucking clouds." <laughs> <laughs> so you know, you so you would think that I, you know they're at the bottom of the uh, of the of the West. No, that would be the Minnesota Timberwolves that have been declared the worst franchise ever. Yeah, who's who's making these declarations? I mean, right <laughs> now, right now they've only won they've only won seven games. They're seven and twenty nine, and that leads me to my. Uh, how does the Nashville Timberwolves sound? Um, Ask Garnett. Yeah, well, that actually leads into my next piece here. Why? Why I brought up? I brought the Timberwolves. Kevin Garnett has said he's officially not bidding to purchase the Minnesota Timberwolves. That deal is dead. They're blocking him. Well, I mean, it seemed uh, maybe about a year ago. It seemed like they were mending fences between him and uh, the current owner, Glenn. Glenn Taylor. Glenn Taylor. To the oh. point where he was just like, I'm hoping that we're going to like work together to get this deal done, but it's not happening. So, all right. In case, in case you missed it, the All-Star Draft was this week. All right. Team LeBron. This is Team Durant. Durant's not going to be playing in the game because of a hamstring injury, So, but he still picked the teams. Uh, Jason Tatum is going to replace him as a starter. So, Who do you pick? Um, I think he's going to get there, Sway. Yeah. So the, the the starters for uh, Team Durant are Kyrie Irving, Joel Embiid, Kawhi Leonard, Bradley Beal, and Jason Tatum, who 
our childhood buddies. Went to the same high school, but I've never played on the same team. So Tatum is excited to play yeah, I gonna win. I like alongside Bradley, Bradley Beal. On the opposite side, the starters for Team LeBron, uh, Antetokounmpo, Steph Curry, Luka Doncic, and Jokic. So a lot of uh, uh, foreign flavor for Team LeBron. It's a better team. I think Team LeBron is going to win this one. No, give me, give me Durant. It's too ball, too ball dominant, man. It All right, awesome. so for for yeah for the reserves for Team Durant, it's uh, it's James Harden, Devin Booker. Actually, no, now it's Mike Conley replacing Devin Booker, Zion Williamson, uh, Zach Levine, Julius Randle. Stop saying it. <laughs> Nikola Busevich and Donovan Mitchell. Donovan yeah, Mitchell picked last. Okay, picked last for 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 Durant. And on the on Team LeBron, Dane yeah. Lillard, Dan Simmons, Chris Paul, Jalen Brown, Jalen. I'm sorry, Jalen. Quote underappreciated Brown and Paul George, uh, Demontis Sabonis, and Rudy Gobert. Now, now Rudy Gobert was the last pick overall, right? No, but both of them. I'm saying both, both of the the Jazz, all both of the Jazz guys, right? Mitchell and and Gobert. I can't say Conley because Conley was originally picked because he's replacing somebody. So these two were picked last. You know the you know the inside NBA crew had to point that out. Like, yo, what's up with the what's good with the you know the Jazz slander and shit? Why were these two guys picked last? They got the best record in the league. And LeBron, LeBron was like, even when, even back in the day, playing NBA Live, no one picked the Jazz, right? Even when it was Carl Malone and, and John Stockton in those years, no one ever picked the Jazz. He's got a point, all right? So, huh? right? Who picked the Jazz <laughs> back in the day? No Jazz. No one picked the San Antonio Spurs. Like this. That's true. Yeah, I mean, on 2K, you, didn't, you never wanted the Jazz, even yeah. when, when they were nice because they were just, like, boring, you know? <laughs> and so, you know how Mitchell and... Colbert earlier in the week were talking about how the officials don't respect them because, you know, they're in Utah and and they need to start getting more respect, yada, yada, yada. Well, both of them were fined on top of being picked last. (laughs) Donovan Mitchell was fined 25K for his public criticism of the officials. And Rudy was fined 20K for criticizing the officials. So. If I'm the Utah Jazz owner, I'm fucking livid. (laughs) (laughs) Live it, yeah, yeah. Like you know, talk about a fucking PR nightmare in a way, right? For real, yeah. for real. Like we're literally never signing another free agent ever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all trades here, here and out. It's all trades, expiring contracts. It's all and trade. They're gonna, they're gonna sign. They're gonna keep re-signing Mitchell and just overpay for him for not to leave. Like everyone hates us. Like, all right. Cool. Like, okay, so you know we had Carl Malone and John Stockton and those teams that were literally the best team in basketball outside of Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Dennis Rodman, and push them to the edge, and people still fucking hate Utah. Like what? <laughs> he said, "But what?" And that was I, the only I, team that came close to beating Michael. Yeah, team. and then you, yeah, and then you always hear, yeah, you always hear about reports of like the fans being racist, racist fans. That, yeah. that that series could have easily gone seven games, you know? <laughs> oh, definitely. But the fan, the fans there, yeah, like any, like the thing about Utah, you look at the fans, and like, yeah, I know Boston is a pretty white crowd, but I mean, it looks like the fucking United Nations compared to Utah Jazz games, bro. <laughs> Salt Lake City, man, not that diverse. Now, you know one place I do want to go to? Uh, 
They say that Provo is that is that Utah? Provo, Utah. Yeah. Apparently, that's like that's the a spot. Hidden, the hidden gem. Yeah, they say that's the that's like the spot to go. Yeah, there's some celebrities that go there all the time. Right? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. yeah. It's like a it's like a, a getaway for celebrities, like a under uh, what do you call it? A secret like it's like uh, it's getaway. Like- destination for a lot of celebrities yeah is it like yeah, is it like wyoming to for kanye something like that something like that yeah sort of, yeah okay. but right. they say, they're saying it's the kind of atmosphere where like people are not going to lose their shit if they see you it's just like hey what's up man like oh, okay okay all right and apparently the liberal party, and yeah parties there are supposed to be absolutely fucking out of the mind epic yeah all right cool so i don't know but, you guys want to go next weekend or no Yo, I would go. Um, I would one thousand percent go. Look up the tickets, bro. I just don't know if we have enough money to like fuck around in Provo. Like fucking Provo, you ain't ain't trying to go to Provo. Yeah, maybe the off season. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Well, I mean, that's all. That's all I got for this uh, All Star edition of. In in, in case you missed it, um, I think for the MVP of this game is probably going to be Luca. Okay, good. I had a feeling you were going to say Kyrie Irving, and I was going to have nah, just... nah, I think Luca. I think Luca's going to win the MVP. Um, I'm going to take, I'm going to take uh, Mr. Bradley Beal as the MVP. Oh, okay. I think he's coming off a All Star snub, and I think he's just going to be sniping. Yeah, another reason for you to say why you know he should come exactly. to Celtics. Yeah, I got you. Exactly. It's going to. Who else is on? Who else is on Durant's team? Yo, Durant's team is fucked. Because they 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 had Devin Booker replaced with Mike Connolly, bro. Yeah. That's a, that's a downgrade. They got they got uh, Zion. It's the All Star game, bro. Julius, <laughs> Julius Randall. Just, just fucking Pusevich and Mitchell. another All Stars. <laughs> you get it? It was Devin Booker. Devin Booker was like the second pick. Yeah, all, all the all the yeah all the hoopla about him not getting originally selected, and he's not even gonna fucking play. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh yeah, calm down, Suns fans. You fucking. <laughs> Cry babies, yeah, technically an all star, but fuck y'all for real. So yeah, so he's, still, he, he's still not an all star. How about that, yeah. Sun fans? Yeah. So what do you think, Sway? Who is it? Sean keeps fucking talking. Who's oh. on endurance? Uh, Harden, Conley, Zion, Levine, Randall, Busevich, Mitchell. Their bench is not that great compared to. I'm the gonna say Harden, man. Harden with the MVP. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Durant win. Team Durant. Let's there go. You go. We shall see. So, you know, everything tips off at fucking 5 p.m. on, on TNT on Sunday. When is the enjoy is the, that shit? Say that again. When's the Quavo game? I think it's the same. It's the same day. At noon. <laughs> it's probably before that, before the before 5 p.m. Oh, so does, does everything tip like when? What is the lineup again? It's uh, well, it's the pregame no, shit at five. Local TV listings, motherfucker. <laughs> the pregame shit at five. The the skills competition, and then the three point contest at six, and then whenever that ends, all star game, slam dunk in the middle of it. So all halftime, and then oh oh oh, and can't forget, you gotta watch part four of the Inside the NBA doc. Yep. Which will be Why that. are they so stingy with the on demand shit, man? I'm trying to no, watch. They're, they're, they're trying to make me watch part two. I'm like, no, I want to watch part one. Nah, they're not. They're not doing man. That, yep. Yep. Part one, part one was on Thursday. Part two was Friday. You're gonna have to part three Saturday. They're they're gonna have to do the marathon thing for me to watch the thing because I. I, You're gonna have to buy the DVDs. (laughs) To get the DVD set, bro. The fucking box set. They're not not even repeating it on fucking NBA TV, which is a little grimy. Go to Newberry Comics and buy the fucking DVDs. You know. 
That shit still exists. Newberry Comics. Yeah. <laughs> Where do you get your DVDs from, bro? Oh, I stream, but okay. <laughs> My phone? He said, Where do you get your DVDs from? <laughs> oh, speaking of other documentaries, yo, peep that Biggie doc on fucking Netflix. We're going to be an old school cat. I'm going to be like that dude from, from Cobra Kai. It is DVDs. You you still walk past the $5 Walmart bin and you're like, Something's good in here. Yeah. Like, he still got. He still has a. He still has a disc man. Yeah, something's good in here. Out cold is a great movie, guys. Yeah, Come on, it's real good. It's real good. <laughs> but yeah, bro, the cookout is a great movie. Yeah. As How always, you? while Harry? while you're doing that, hit us up on all social I media do. platforms at Causeway I am Street. Sam, what? <laughs> hit up CausewayStreet.com for your Celtics rumors, news, Never and opinions. Never go full retard. And yeah, that's it. Enjoy All Star Sunday, and I uh, will. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys. You know some point next week. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Hashtag justice for Breonna Taylor. Hashtag justice for George Floyd. And hashtag justice for Jacob Blake. Absolutely. And yeah, I, I second that. Uh, that, that. That Biggie documentary is, is dope man, on Netflix. A, a lot of um, never before seen footage and just casual footage of Biggie chilling with his, with his boys, man. That, that was dope. That was fun. Yeah, that was, that's by far the documentary that I've been waiting for. I've seen so many Biggie docs, but this is the actual one. I'm like, yo, this is what I've been fucking wanting to see in yeah. terms of like a Biggie documentary. Well, it wasn't the format where it's like biography while he was born. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just like, they kind of, they just started from when he was, you know, just got signed or about to get signed. And then you hear it from other people that don't necessarily come forward. Uh, different stories and stuff about Biggie's, you know, when he, when he got signed to becoming Biggie, it wasn't as easy as that, you know, yeah. you're fine about it. So, well, yeah, it's dope. I watched like, the first five minutes before I passed out, but like, because uh, I tried to watch it like at 3 a.m. Yeah. yeah. So, no, you can't do that, man. You can't do that. No, but but the first opening scene when he's like in the bathroom and like sort of comes out the hotel bathroom, he just starts like rapping. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like some goofy Biggie stuff. Yeah, I was, like, yeah, yeah. No, because the dude recording it, he was, he, He's he's like me, you know. Sometimes I fucking like to record shit. He when they were on tour, he constantly was like, "Yo, I'm, I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep recording." I, he would bring like four or five tapes with him, so when he run out of space, put another one in. D Rock, yeah, D Rock. Yeah, that was his thing. He's like, "Yo, I'm gonna just document this whole this whole tour." And it was yeah, it's dope. It's dope. So check that out because you know it's another year, you know, of the the anniversary of his death. So uh, right, I remember Biggie, Biggie, Biggie Big forever. All right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Up, hit us up on Causeway Street on Twitter if you want to find out uh, with a with a big uh, Brockton Harbor NBA All Star Game party. Yes, in, yes. Right? And, and and Patreon to know exactly what Brockton <laughs> Harbor is all about. Subscribe. Masks are required. Masks are required. Yes. Yeah. Masks are required. Kegs and money. You got to put down some money. You got to bet on the game. Let's go. And we're also going to uh, we're going to we're going to uh, our next episode will be, will be right before the Suns are back. So so don't worry. We'll 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 catch up after the All Star break. Plenty of content. We'll get everyone up to speed for the for the big matchup between the Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets next Thursday. I can't wait for that. Thursday. Send a message. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna start I'm gonna start the dialogue right now. It's time for the Celtics to send a message after this all-star break. This is a big way to do it that Thursday. Clutch yeah. yeah. me the nuts, kid. Clutch me the nuts. And clutch <laughs> It's the only way to do it, man. The only way yeah, to do yeah, it. Clutch me the nuts. O- only way to you do it. You gotta revenge Christmas Day. Christmas Day, you gotta re- you gotta avenge it. Yeah. Oh. All right. Until next message. time. Peace.